Hello, everybody. We are live. That's right. We are live. We are back. We'll say that. We are back. Been a while for this. Division rankings. It's me, the OG Randall Johnson, alongside the beautiful Sarah Marie, Mrs. Big News. And as always, it's his show because it's division rankings with Horse Racing Nation. That's right. We're going to do them again. It's going to be a lot of fun. People that are joining us, please ask comments. We like to talk to you. If you're watching it on tape, that's fine. Put it in the comment section. Go to Chip's article. He answers your questions. So if you're watching later on, do that. Um, but Chip, how are we doing, buddy? Long time no see. Um, yeah. Glad to see you here. It's, I'm doing great. Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, things starting to heat up. Uh, Triple Crown coming up here. The Derby, Preakness, Belmont. We got really roughly five weeks left. And um, a lot to talk about. And, we, of course, we have the Dubai World Cup. Dubai World Cup weekend uh, uh, coming up here. And uh, several top-ranked older male dirt horses over there. In fact, I'd say pretty much the top four of the top five in the division are, are over there ready to run. Uh, yeah, that, that is interesting. And look who's joining us. Uh, another member of the horse racing nation, Ed DeRosa. Ed, what's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing well. Heading to New Orleans this weekend. So looking forward to that. Oh, good. Good. Nice. That'll be that'll be fun. But now I we have so. this. It's gonna this is gonna be interesting because because I know we're gonna all have opinions on this, especially this early in the year. So Chip, be ready, and oh, everybody out there, be ready to give us your opinions on these as well. It, it's gonna be fun, and and you're right. A lot of big races coming up overseas. Louisiana Derby this weekend. Every week, one of these horses is gonna be running that we're talking about. So. We're glad to have it back, and, and this is what we talk about. I mean, last year we were talking at this point of, like, country grammar, maybe being horse of the year. I think it was – or something like that, right, Chip? I really no, no, I was, not ta- I was not talking about country grammar to be horse of the year. I was yeah, not. I mean, that, oh, was that was AJ. Sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> um, no, so let's get into it. Uh, Sarah, what do we got for first? Yeah, let's start with uh, older dirt males. Yeah, so I'll be interested to hear uh, Ed's take on some of these because uh, I know we've gone back and forth uh, unofficially on a few horses mm-hmm. here. So um, obviously, I think he'll, Ed will agree that life is good. We have ranked number one right now uh, as the top uh, older male, uh, dirt male. He's scheduled to run in the Dubai World Cup against really uh, most of the top half of this division. I, I have express train ranked number two. And the reason I have express train ranked number two, do I think he's the second? Well, do I think he's going to be the a top two or three older male by the end of the year? I don't think he will be, but based off of what he's done this year, he's got to be ranked number two. And uh, that's where he's at. Hot Rod Charlie, number three, country grammar, midnight bourbon, rounding out the top five. Obviously we have four of these top five running uh, in the Dubai world cup. Um, I think personally, I like hot rod Charlie in the race. Uh, I don't know what you guys think. Let me, let me hear what you think. I actually am looking forward to uh, what we just mentioned country grammar in that race. Second off that layoff ran a good race last time. I'm actually looking forward to see what he does in this race. Guys are insane. Race. Last out. What's that? Am I insane? No, I'm telling you, you are. What life is good <laughs> is going to embarrass this field. And I don't understand I really, I truly don't understand anyone that would actually bet money on anyone else. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, I think there's a European there, like in the inside that could no, possibly no. do something. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think any Europeans, uh, anybody else besides the Americans, this is the thing with life is good. I, you know, first time at 10 furlongs, I get it. He's looked good better than I thought he would stretching out. Um, but on the numbers, uh, I think if, uh, there's a couple, I mean, I actually don't, I think the only one that really has a realistic chance of beating life as good as hot rod Charlie. Uh, I know a lot of people are hesitant to pick hot rod Charlie for his lack of wins per se. Although I hang rod Charlie. Yeah, you could, you could, you could make a case for that. Um, I just think I love the fact they brought him over there early. I love the fact they got him a prep race. Uh, uh, we saw curling go through that California Chrome do that. Um, I just think if he's if he's ever going to win one of these big ones, this is going to be it. Um, I get Dubai somewhat favors speed. Life is good. Draw, draw drew well. I thought at the number one post. Um, so I expect him to be on the lead, and I expect Hot Rod Charlie to be tracking from the seven post. 
yeah, life is good. Could just take this field wire to wire and win by open lengths. Do I think he's going to win by open lengths? No, I don't. I don't think he's that much faster than some of these at their best. I know Ed disagrees, but I just not, there's so many firsts uh, running 10 furlongs overseas. I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll see. It's the, uh, it's the one race Todd Pletcher hasn't won yet. So I don't know. I think if you have those questions, it's fair not to want to play him at three to five. I certainly wouldn't. Um, I mean, it'd be disingenuous of anyone to raise those concerns and then back him or use him defensively or whatever. I do not have those concerns though, uh, which is not to say I'm, I'm rushing to the window at, at three to five, but at, at four to five, I'd probably be a little more interested. And if somehow he's even money, which based on the European markets doesn't look like there's any chance of that. So, uh, but I mean, Hot Rod Charlie is a horse people like to bet. Midnight Bourbon is a horse people like to bet. Uh, Bob Baffert is a trainer people like to bet. So, you know, we'll see. I'll be prepared to send it in if, if the odds uh, should favor my opinion, but otherwise I'm, I'm more than happy to just watch the show uh, because I think uh, this, I'm expecting a spectacular performance. Yeah. I'm going to sit this one out as well. Uh, I think midnight bourbon is clearly in my opinion, has no chance to win this race. I think he's just a horse to use underneath country grammar. Yeah. He did run really well in that off that layoff, but, and a lot of people think, oh, he's going to move forward off of that. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that I think yeah, he ran. I mean, he was he was second to a hundred to one horse, like you know. Yeah, and and I so I sort of agree there. I think the only horse realistically that has a shot is Hot Rod Charlie. But you know, like Ed said, life is good could just get away, and Hot Rod Charlie might just end up chasing him around the track. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll I see. could see him one two all the way around for sure. I do. I do hear that, that this track is a mile and a quarter on this track is is like running further. It's a little deeper. Deep, it's a little yeah. um, you know. So that bothers me a little bit with life is good there, uh, and it, it, it can happen, but I don't know. Um, that's why we see the times there not being so spectacular all the time. Um, that. At, like Ed said, at at two to five, that would bother me with the ten furlongs and not you know questioning it. But yeah, even money or better, we talked about that on the draw. We were like, if you get even money on life is good, take it. Be yeah. nice. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Even money. Okay, I guess you double your money. I just I don't think he's that big a lock, but we'll we'll see. I'm just sort of. I was I'm warmed up to him a lot more than in the last you know since since he's returned at Saratoga. I was impressed with the return. I was impressed with this Breeders' Cup race. And of course, I was impressed with his Pegasus, although I don't think he faced a Knicks goal that was on top of his game in that race. But that's a which I agree with that, you know, that's but he won the race. He only he only could do what he has to do. So. So, yeah, uh, but it clearly you have the top older horses uh, over there for this race, which is great because um, we're going to have some some. I mean, we already have pretty much clarity, but if life is good, wins this race. I mean, he puts some clear distance between him and the rest, uh, in my opinion. I know that. We don't have, I mean, a lot of people have asked, why is Flightline not ranked in the older dirt males? Well, it's pretty simple. Well, number one, he hasn't run yet this year. Number two. I was going to say, you don't take the Malibu into this year? I was going to ask you that. But even if I did, it's a sprint race. So yeah. he's not yeah. gone. You know, he needs to run races. I, I doubt he, I'd be surprised if Flightline ran again. I guess we'll see. And uh, as far as him running two turns. I'll be surprised if he even does that. I guess we'll see. And if he does run, he's going to run maybe three or four times this year, which I, I, I can't get excited about that. I mean, that's yeah, just my take on it. I, I don't know if you're going to see him that much ever, if any, ever, yeah. quite honestly. Well, they already missed a stallion season. So that, I mean, gives some hope that if he's able to run, that they would find the spot <laughs> to make him a grade one winner at three and four. Um, you know, I, I thought, before the Pegasus, I thought he was better than Life is Good. Um, based on what we saw that day and and thinking that Life is Good may have an advantage at a mile and a quarter versus Flightline, I'm, I'm tempering that enthusiasm. But, you know, I would say at their best, uh, I mean, I think these two are, are kind of, you know, 13 years on sort of the older male version of, of Rachel's and Yada, where you had two. Uh, spectacular horses that, that never faced each other, but that the talent was truly generational uh, in their case. And 
maybe there's a chance for that here flight line though uh you know i i share what you guys say about just whether he even runs again at all let alone enough to be in that conversation you know for a career wise but if right uh if, you know he happens to win the met mile and you know something like the the Whitney uh, and then goes to the Breeders' Cup against Life is Good. I mean, to me, that would be uh, one of the best throwdowns we've we've seen in my lifetime. And then we never see him again. Well, wait, 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 wait. Well, no, that, I, that'd be I it for both of them for sure. I got a comment. So, so there's a lot. Of, I get it. There's a lot of ifs. I think that there's many horses over the past thirty years that I've seen that had all this potential after one race or two races and it never came to fruition. Yeah, life or flight line has looked great, but even if you, if you were to pull off the Met Mile Whitney Breers Cup Classic, it's still to me that's great. But it's I basically liken him to Go Zapper then, as far as an abbreviated campaign and Go Zapper in two thousand four. So, sure, I, I, I get it, and I I would be a lot more excited about flight line if I thought we were going to actually see a full campaign like some of these past greats, you know, yeah. prior well, to that. That era is over completely, I think. It, it is, unfortunately. which maybe I'm a little old school and bitter. Maybe because, a gelding might do it. but Well, yeah. but I mean, even that, even then, though, uh, it's just the, the nature of, you know, these horses needing six, eight weeks between starts. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, life is good. He wins the Dubai World Cup. We might see him two more times. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, which which – you're right. I mean, horses aren't running like they used to, but I also think that this is like a conversation for another day, but I think that part of when you rating past greats, I think it matters uh, how often they run and how much racing they can handle. Yeah, I think that's I a part of the equation, but you know, look, I'm not against flight. I just want to see them. I, I would have loved to have seen them run uh, what they were going to run. What in this, what were they originally going to point? Yeah. San they Carlos were talking about the San Carlos. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of, I don't know that they ever wanted that. I, I remember reading, I think it was Privnan or Steve Anderson wrote something about Santa Anita was really turning the screws on Sadler and West Point to keep the horse local. And I, I'm just wondering if they're like, yeah, we'll run in the San Carlos and really never in, intended to do that. Um, that, that just kind of seemed manufactured by Santa Anita. Uh, you know, I, obviously with, the horse has some issues too. So who knows, but um, I mean, hopefully we'll see him in the Met mile. Yeah. And hopefully on that same note, it, we'll see life is good. Uh, stay healthy uh, for the remainder of the year. I fully expect him after this race to point to probably the Saratoga meet uh, Whitney. Um, and, uh, and from there, maybe one more race before the Breers cup, who knows? They may not, I don't know. I'd like to see them <laughs> run at least three more times before the Breers cup after this, but we'll see. Yeah. So, <clears throat> So, all right. Anyways, uh, I, I, rounding out the top, uh, the top 10, uh, our warrant mandolin. Is that how you say it? Ed, how do you pronounce his name? Warrant. No, mandolin. Oh, you no. got it right. Okay. <laughs> this, uh, there's a couple, uh, mystic guide, stiletto boy, American revolution. We're probably going to drop mystic guide and, uh, uh, there could be, I, the changes are going to, there's going to be new, uh, edition next, uh, tomorrow that we'll have out. And so we'll probably do sl some slight shuffling here, uh, in that, but that's, that's the division. I don't know. Ed, do you have any horse here I'm missing besides? No, I, mean, I mean, just saw that if you do it based on, uh, you know, some accomplishment factored in express train absolutely, uh, deserves to be number two, uh, you know, part of year-end stuff that I think is the attrition factor or avoiding it. And if he's able to stay healthy and rack up the grade ones. And for whatever reason, life is good. Isn't then, you know, it's definitely express train in, in the driver's seat. Uh, the big cap is one of our big races domestically. So yeah, I, I think that's the right spot for him until others beat him, but for sure it's, it's life is good. Um, I, I'd be comfortable putting flight line in the top five, just kind of betting on the come, uh, and a big believer of his talent, but, uh, you know, with, with accomplishment factored in, I think the one, two there is correct. Yeah. I like to give express train a little bit of love because, you know, he's run, he's run well, surprised me even, uh, in the Santa Anita, uh, handicap. Yeah, he seems a tough horse to figure out. Um, yeah, but I, I was glad you gave him love because we overlooked that horse a lot, especially out here. 
doesn't run off the charts ever, but it's always around. I used to think he was short. Then I see him like gallop out past and do these things. And I, he's a, he's a anomaly. He can run any distance. Um, he's a good horse. He's solid. Numbers yeah. don't jump off at you, but. Yeah. So, so we gave him some love and Ed's right. He, they're certainly, you know, some of these others followed by the wayside. He stayed out in California, rack up some wins until the Breeders' Cup. You know, you never know. Um, I guess we're just used to seeing the express train for previous years, but they do get better as they get older. Some do at least. And, and it appears he's maybe taking it up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. let's go yeah. on. Yeah. Let's go to the older dirt females. And I, I'll be interested to hear Ed's thoughts on this because this is an interesting division. So obviously I have Latruska ranked number one. She, she deserves it. She's a defending champ. She looked good in her return. A lot of people I've read, are skeptical Latruska because they believe she always gets an easy lead. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I think she's really good and she's obviously needed to be freshened after that disastrous Breeders' Cup start where she was pushed uh, to some ridiculous pra- uh, fractions by uh, by the Baffert uh, trained horse filly. Uh, I have, as time goes by, number two, based off what she's done this year and she's been great. She's it's almost like she was on form last year, went off form a little and a lot of people maybe thought she was done, but she's in the best form of her career right now. So I have her ranked number 2. Uh CC I have in the older dirt female division because she ran a route of ground and defeated uh, a couple good fillies in Pauline's Pearl and she dares the devil in the Azari. And so she's ranked number 3, she dares the devil 4, Clarier came back in a, an allowance field expected to route that field. She did a lot of uh, big things are expected of her this year. She's ranked number five. Ed, what do you think? Yeah, I think that's uh, pretty solid. CC uh, it's been a big debate on racing Twitter over the last few weeks, especially uh, this week. Uh, weight. Uh, she actually gave, I think it was six pounds to, or Pauline's Pearl gave CC six pounds which I absolutely think made a difference uh, in the Azari. So we'll see what happens going forward when she picks up more weight. Uh, I I thought Clarier was was pretty good uh, in her return. Uh, curious ride by Joelle on a 1-10 to 10 horse. It uh, was actually behind horses uh, and the heavy, heavy favorite in a short field. Uh, and, you know, she still found the seam and then blew the doors off him. So... If she's improved at four, which, which she'll need to, to be at the likes of, I think, the top three, um, I could see her maybe sliding into the two spot. But Latruska to me, uh, you know, the, whether the tank was empty, bad trip, the, I mean, the distaff just, I'm more than willing to draw a line through it. Me too. I hope if she has a similar first half of the season this year as she did last year, that they actually do try males. Um, because I, I just think she has uh, the ability to, to contend in the right scenario. Uh, so I'm, I'm eager to see what, what she does this year. But uh, this is a pretty solid group. And, you know, as usual, uh, Mr. Steve uh, has a couple of the better ones. Yeah, I agree about Latruska trying the mail. She's really good. I love this mare. Um, I love her background and uh, uh i agree uh, cc is ranked number three i don't see her going higher because i don't think she's gonna appreciate the added distance going to nine furlongs so i end up i fully expect her to end up being back in the uh, sprint races before the season's end and pointed to the philly Mare sprint but for now this is where she's ranked uh i think pauline's pearl is very improved this year she's ranked number six mouth at seven bonnie south search results lady rocket um that's kind of where i have it uh uh moving forward and Mal, that's basically just because of lack of racing at this point, right? Would you say? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, we're still in the beginning of the season. A lot of these horses don't even come back now until now. And you're going to see search results yeah. is back in training and and uh, Malath had a return. And so, yeah, the, the, there could be some jockeying. And, you know, although I don't think Malath had a, a lot of people are high in her to, you know, maybe be near top of this division. I don't think she's any lock to be at the top of this division at all. So, I guess we'll see. All right. All right. All right. So let's move on. And when we get into the three-year-old males, I just want to uh, give me one second. I want to play something for you guys from last summer, a clip from last summer, Ed, um, that I said to Chip, we're going to play a little clip right here. Okay. On right now, if you want okay. one. Yeah, I Forbidden, do. Forbidden Kingdom. 
Okay, Forbidden Kingdom. I'm writing that down right now. American so Pharaoh, one is broke his mane and uh uh yeah, good horse, and he's gonna actually aim in for oh, the uh what is he gonna do? He's going actually going jumping right from okay, 150 to one at that point, Ed. And people were actually went out and sent me the picture of their ticket. 151 Forbidden Kingdom. I gave you guys him as a two-year-old last summer. We're looking good though, aren't we? I'd say we're looking really good. <laughs> this is, you know, and and I'm interested again to hear uh, a couple different takes on this. This to me, the division is still, you know, jockeying for position as always. But this year, I feel like it's even more messy. I'm not. I have Forbidden Kingdom ranked number one. Uh, I loved his race uh, in the San Felipe. Um, I love his connections and. Uh, I'm usually not big on that, but in this case, I think Mandela's due um, for a derby. And uh, uh, I know that doesn't mean anything. You know, this horse doesn't know about the past, you know, his past entrance or anything. But I don't know. Something tells me forget, Forbidden Kingdom is going to be uh, there and have a real big chance. Um, so I have him ranked number one. Some people think that's too high. Well, that's where I have him ranked. I have Messier ranked number two. He's run good. He ran good his last out, um, you know. It looks like he might face Forbidden Kingdom in his next start. I guess we'll see. Um, Epicenter, well, we know where he's going next. He's ranked number three. Then White Abario, Simplification, uh, round of the top five. Smile Happy is one I really like. He's ranked number six, and he's going to run in the bluegrass his next start. But, you know, I've never really been high on the Louisiana horses. Um, I know Ed probably is high on them, especially Epicenter. But um, I'm interested to see what happens this weekend in that race. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm not excited about anybody really except Forbidden Kingdom to a degree. It's not like last year I felt really I felt really confident with Medina Spirit uh, a month out, even after the Sandy Derby. I told you guys that about Medina Spirit. And this year I don't have the feel, that feeling with any horse. Um, so I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, first of all, do you guys know who Forbidden Kingdom's original trainer was? Bob Baffert. They took him away after four days. American Pharaoh horse took him away after four days of San Luis Rey. Um, so there's another weird connection thing with this horse. And I've watched him personally just get bigger and stronger all the time. And Mandela is perfect for him because he's a horse that would run hard every day if Mandela let him. And Mandela like eases him back because that's how Mandela is. He's almost perfect for this horse. So that's my thing with Forbidden Kingdom. Um, uh, there's one that's not in there that's obviously close to me because it's Joe Moran's horse with Edge that I know is uh, uh, in, due time. in due time, uh, who I think has been very impressive. Um, not he? a top, <clears throat> he I don't know, he can go to the Lexington, that's right, or the Wood, or the uh, I don't know, the Bluegrass, one. Bluegrass, yes. Um, I, I think, I don't know. I think they're leaning towards the Lexington to get the points and just go. He came that second. Paco got suspended for the ride that was on in due time. So I think you're going to see Rosario on him next. And then there might be a question mark, but that's one horse that I would say top 10. I'm not saying top five, but top 10 possibly in due time. Well, I definitely agree on forbidden kingdom. Um, oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. I, I thought, the race he ran uh by far was the best race i've seen of any three-year-old uh it was finally like this is a horse who's brilliant exactly um, right. you know if, if a repeat of that uh i don't care if the causeway horse uh gets a head start forbidden kingdom's gonna still be on the lead within an eighth of a mile of the race and just runs them off their feet. Uh, my biggest concern with Mandela, who of course uh, is a racing Hall of Fame trainer, but you know he he pulls no punches if there's any issues, mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, it's, everything's going to have to be perfect for this horse to to be in the gate. Uh, he scratched Omaha Beach. He scratched Beholder the week of the race. Uh, Crown of Thorns. Uh, he's he, which is to be applauded. I don't mean that as a criticism, but if you're a, a backer of this horse and holding a future ticket, Mandela is, is not the trainer to get excited about. You're going to be in the game yeah. no matter what. So exactly. uh, 
he spiked a fever a couple days ago. Right. I thought that was when I read that, what Ed is saying is accurate because when I read when I found out about the fever, I thought, well, yeah. that takes care of that. It's gonna be yeah. and... training that day because I was gonna go down and, and I was like, uh oh. <laughs> and, and now's the time you have time to overcome that. And you know, that's yeah. not an issue for the derby, but you know, between the final prep and the Kentucky Derby itself, you know, plenty of trainers would would figure out a way to, to get there. And man, that's not Mandela style. So that's the only thing that tempers enthusiasm from like a future bet standpoint, but there's no other horse uh, remotely that, you know, kind of turned my head like he did in his prep. And he's certainly the one I, I'd be most excited about the Derby. Uh, for me this year though, is, is I'm really going to try to commit to a few horses in the uh the 20 plus to one range because i i feel like this is an 08 or excuse me a, a 2009 redux uh at the end of the the first decade of the century there were a lot of issues with uh horse safety and steroids in the wake of big brown uh eight bells having broken down after the derby barbara wasn't too far in the rearview mirror and we had uh 50 to one win the derby a Philly won the Preakness and uh, a horse by the name of Summer Bird, who was trained by a guy that I can't believe won multiple grade one races. Speaking of Tim Ice, won the Belmont Stakes. And this year kind of feels similar to that with all that's swirling with Baffert and the indictments is there's going to be some horse that's 40 or 50 to one that's on the board at least and maybe win. So uh, I'm not looking to toss horses yet it's nice to see horses win but forbidden kingdom for sure is the most talent i've seen so far yeah i agree i would love to get excited about and i've had this problem from the very minute i saw him win last fall smile happy i just can't get past the fact that sires run <laughs> sires run happy i just yeah i just <laughs> I, I just i'd yeah. love to love him but can he really get the 10 furlongs as right. fast as some of these others i I'd have to, I'll believe it when I see it. Hopefully I, he gets nine because Mattress Mac will certainly uh, pump the derby up <laughs> yeah. uh, with promos and, and yeah. spreading the money around. So he's, he's good to root for getting to the gate, but yet, um, you know, if, if he were to win his final prep, um, you know, let's say forbidden kingdom wins and a few, but you know, he's going to be six or eight to one in the Kentucky Derby. And that's insane to me. So He's one of yeah. those I, I'm I'm cheering for in the prep because I think he's uh, an easy toss at a short price, uh, but you get the mattress Mac factor and you know it'd be a lot of fun to have him there. But yeah, I'm I'm with you. Certainly not one I'm I'm seeing wearing the roses. Yeah, I was just surprised when he was such in these futures. He was that low because I kept thinking to myself, I, you know, run happy, run happy. That's all I got in my okay. head. But well, but Mac, okay. Mac committed to making him the shortest price no matter what. <laughs> so oh boy, he did. Yeah. And, and that's and, his that's part of why he took so much money. But he was taking money anyway. So yeah, yeah. And speaking of three-year-olds, Corniche still on the farm. Not even at the track, still on the farm. Yeah. Um, I heard that the other day. Mike Smith told me that actually. More like Colonel Niche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, still on the farm. Um, even Mike Smith said. I had a derby contender. He was supposed to be out 30 days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd say. Yeah, I'm gonna I mean, that's a situation. I, I, you know, we're still waiting to see what these horses with, with Bob do. Because um, even separate of the, the Kentucky suspension, Churchill's is is its own deal. And they're, they're definitely not backing down. So if these connections want to be in the derby with a horse like Messier or Newgrange, they're going to need a new trainer. Um, so if Corniche isn't ready, it's like, well, we can just wait and Bob can get him back and not have the sort of the derby pressure on him. So <clears throat> I, I get it at this point, you're running out of time. So might as well just give him more. Yeah, yeah. it is weird. Ed, what do you think about that? Do you think we're going to see Bob Baffert in the derby or not? Yeah or nay? Right Absolutely now? not. Okay. You don't? No. So, so, uh, Ed, so you don't think you former don't think... employee of Churchill, I can tell you they are, they are not backing down from this. He will not be at the derby. Yeah, they're not backing down. When people ask me about this, I was just asked about this the other day from non-horse racing people. And this is the deal. And this is my opinion, but I'm going to stick to it. 
uh, he is fighting the good old boy network down there and basically judges everybody. There's some connection to everybody farms. And I think it's gonna be very difficult unless he gets it to a federal level to, to, um, win this, we'll see what happens. What is it in two weeks, week and a half, what, when's the yeah, next one? A week and a half. Yeah. yeah. April 4th, so that's the I still, I find it hard to believe that this is actually going to go through where he has to vacate his stable in Sanita. That's a dip. That's a big deal. And yeah. Yeah. That part I'm not as sold on, but the Churchill, he's not going to run there. And then the whole Naira, it's just, yeah, I, I don't know. And uh, I will say I am surprised. Well, I mean, I am surprised that, that uh, Medina spirit was actually DQ'd. I don't know how, if that'll stick forever. We'll see, but um yeah, it's a mess. I don't know. We, it's just, again, it's. I know. I did. I did chip on you to say when you said Mandaloon. I wanted you to say Kentucky Derby winner. Uh, I'm not. Saying that. I knew you wouldn't. I knew you wouldn't. <laughs> no. You know, it's just. I get it. You know, he's awarded the Derby. It's sort of like the Haskell last year. I mean, Hot Rod Charlie won the race, and I, whatever. We can maximum security won the Derby. I was going to say the country yeah. house win. Monomoy <laughs> girl won the Cotillion. Yeah. Correct. She did. And, uh, uh, you know, I guess it's to each his own. So, okay. Yeah. Three-year-old females. Uh, UNLV uh, won the national championship in 1993. Louisville <laughs> won. Well, that's, that? that's, yeah, that's, that's, I still consider them the national champion. But, um, um, and I'll be interested on this one. So three-year-old females, very easy, I think. Secret Oath should be ranked number one. A lot of people will have Echo Zulu ranked who runs this weekend, but she has not run yet this year. I get it. She was ranked number one, but Secret Oath, in my opinion, eh, it could be go either way. She she won the Honeybee, which is you know a grade three. I guess she could be ranked number two still, but she's ranked number one. I know the connections are pointing to the Arkansas Derby, which, uh, correct if I'm wrong, it looks like it's coming up fairly light. And... Um, but I don't think she's by any means any mortal lock to win that race. I think that I would not have run that race if I were the connections, but it's, she's trained by D Wayne Lucas and he's uh, loves to try the boys. So he's going to do that. Echo Zula returning this weekend. She's ranked number two. Um, great two-year-old campaign. Um, everybody, I just, I don't think she's a lock this weekend. Ed, uh, we, everybody thought Vequist was a lock last year. I think things happen with these two-year-olds or three-year-olds. I want to see her do it first. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, looking forward to, to seeing her, but she's going to be one to five. And, uh, you know, Hidden Connection has a sprint race that's faster than anything Echo Zulu has run. Now she hasn't run back to that and certainly hasn't done it routing. But, you know, it's one of those situations at one to five with the layoff and uh, just some question marks that, okay, I can take a, take a shot uh, against at one to five, turn or lose. In her dirt debut, I thought looked awesome. Um, you know, 17 to one on a Cox horse is kind of curious, no matter the circumstance, but that race came back fast. If she moves forward again is interesting. So uh, yeah, Echo Zulu, uh, compact field, she'll be one to five, but I do think she'll have to earn it. And that certainly makes it interesting. I, I do think the fact she was nominated to the Triple Crown is, is a big uh, confidence uh, boost if, if you're a backer of hers and excited to see her run back. They're out of time for the Derby, uh, but Steve's gone the Oaks Preakness route with a private purchase. He didn't train Rachel in the Oaks, but he was able to, to flip them back that quickly. So I, I do like that they thought big things back in January when you nominate and they kind of ran out of time to be on the Derby trail, but uh, it's fun to have her back, but I'm with you. I, I think at one to five, she's uh, worth taking a shot against Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I will say, and 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 I will say, I think the most impressive one this year, and maybe I'm homering it a little bit because I see this horse a lot, is Adair Manor. I think Adair Manor is back to back numbers that horse ran. I know everybody wants to vote for Secret Oath. I mean, obviously, you're going to vote for Lucas before you can vote for Baffert, all those things. But Adair Manor's run two back to backs that are better than most of the three year old boys. Um, she looks like she's fire right now. I mean, big time. Um, I know she only beat a few horses in that race, uh, but she looks fantastic this year. Um, so I would say I'd flip flop two and three Echo Zulu and Adair Manor. Um, well, they may get flip flop after this weekend. We'll see. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I have her number three, basically 
she didn't beat I mean, she beat three others in the last race. Yeah. Still, she won by what 13. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The, overall, these three year olds, uh, you know, speaking of Secret Oath going to the Arkansas Derby, I and mean, this is a pretty underwhelming group on both ends. Uh, but I mean, you can only beat who ends up in the gate. So, yeah, that still makes it exciting to wager on it. And it's nice to have maybe some even fields in races like the Ashland at Keeneland, you know, should be pretty open. I, I can't even think of who's pointing to their little one, who the favorite would be. So, that, you know, that's part of the fun, but yeah, I, I like the Arkansas Derby. I mean, this is a great year. If you think you have a Philly uh, that can make some noise because there's, there's no one I would be backing down from of this group. I other agree. Than, other than forbidden kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. No, the Arkansas Derby, I looked at the, the, the horse is pointing. It's just, yeah. So I guess in that point, yeah, it is the right time to try if, if for Lucas with that Philly and in, in that race. So yes, I get it, but I know what's going to happen. And Ed knows what's going to happen. If she wins the Arkansas Derby, they're going to point her to the Kentucky Derby. And I just, she's got to get a lot. I don't know. I just, yeah. I don't what I mean, which is a, is a better, like, I mean, would be great. Cause oh, yeah. the money she'll take yeah. you know, being a Philly yeah. Lucas. Yeah. Uh, and then if you get smile happy in there off a win. Yep. Uh, you know, I mean, suddenly you're, you're getting a, a better price on really anyone else. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and like we talked about forget forbidden kingdom, if he makes it, and that's a big if, because he thinks it go well and Mandel could pull the plug. If he, let's say he misses it and smile happy wins his race, uh, secret oath wins hers. You're going to have very, very, very vulnerable favorites where we could see, uh, uh, some big numbers on the toe board. Yeah. yeah. And with the dare manner, the one the horse she beat when she beat the three was a horse that came back to win that I know a lot about. And that was a uh, micro share. Uh, micro share came back to win. Micro share is a nice horse. Um, it's actually forbidden kingdom's workout partner with forbidden kingdom chased her and didn't run her down that big story. That was micro share um, that he worked with. She's a nice horse. She's not one of these horses yet. She'll be good. But she did come back. She's a nice horse. She'll be in the Oaks probably against the Dare Manor coming up. So we'll see if she's a real horse. But one of those horses of the three is probably a decent race horse that she did last time out. Anyways, so rounding out the top uh, ten is Ain't Easy, Tarabi, Under the Stars, Kathleen O, Happy Soul, I believe. Um, and I think some of that's going to change this week i have to go through that tonight but again it's it's early there's a lot of jockeying in these two divisions uh the three-year-old males and females just because of you know the prep races and some of these horses returning to the races after h2 some of them not quite the same as two at, they were at h2 good or bad so there's a lot of uh it's very fluid those two divisions yeah i definitely agree um I don't know about big hot. I, I don't have her ranked. I thought about it, but there was a reason why I don't know about hot, but yeah, I just keep lukewarm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. She's lukewarm. Yeah. Not enough to make the list though. <clears throat> Not enough to make the list. So let's go on to turf males and i really yeah. think this category we just haven't seen much yeah so the next two divisions turf males turf females not a lot of action it's typical uh this time of year every year we don't see a lot of the horses coming back uh as, early, as soon as they used to in the past colonel liam has come back he didn't start the season off rank number one but he is now because he he won the biggest turf race thus far this year and in, in the united states the pegasus uh world cup turf and now he's He's going to run in Dubai. So he's ranked number one domestic spending uh, who had to scratch out of the Breeders' Cup. He's ranked number two. Of course, the rest of the horses haven't run yet, except one of them has. Uh, domestic spending, smooth like straight, who I really like a lot. I thought he was probably, not probably, I think he was the most consistent U.S.-based grass horse last season. He didn't win a lot, but he was always there um, in grade one events. And uh, he had a great season, and he's coming back. Golden Pal, I put him in here. He's a sprinter, but... You know, he's done enough. There's not a turf sprint category in, in these rankings, at least. So I, I put him in here just because of he was spectacular sprinting. He's going to return soon. It looks like he's going to run Kentucky Derby weekend. Um, uh, actually, Adam, I, I think he's going to run at Keeneland, right? 
first and then the uh, Kentucky. I think he's going to run bluegrass weekend. Yeah. 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 They got some nice turf sprints here. In Kentucky, yeah. So. so he's number four. You know, I probably have hit the road ranked too high because his first start this year, he ran poorly. But prior to that, I really liked him a lot. Uh, he missed the Breeders' Cup. I have him ranked number five, but this division is just really wide open. I think even with the, the horses I mentioned on top, I think I think it's wide open. And we're going to have some names that pop up in this division we're not even talking about right now. Right. Uh, count again, United. Yeah, Chad no- gets horses from Europe that we yes. haven't even heard of. And- yeah, yeah. And, and so I just think, you know, it's early. They're ranked kind of how I see it. But again, a lot of these horses haven't run yet. And that's just how it is right now because there hasn't been enough turf racing. Yeah. Is this Dubai going to take an effect on you or would it be almost like a throw out if Colonel Liam drew a terrible post there? I mean, would this be something? No, it matters. I mean, it's going to be tough for him to drop too much because there's the horses below him haven't run yet, but I expect Colonel Liam to run well. Do I think he will be the top ranked turf horse at the end of the year? I do not, but I do respect him. Uh, I thought he, deserved eclipse consideration last year, though he missed half the season. Um, nobody else really stood out domestically. And, uh, but that, again, that eclipse conversation is a story for another day because I just felt like I don't, I don't understand the awarding of an eclipse award to a foreign based horse off one star. I knew that. I always wanted to talk to you about that chip because we talked about that so much and then it happened. Yep. And right when it Japan happened, I looked at Sarah and went, Oh, chip is mad <laughs> right now. No, I, exp- I don't I, mind it. Uh, it, 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 I thought the, I guess the one that was most egregious, I think was ridiculous was loves only you getting the eclipse off a neck win in a Breers cup, Philly or turf where the, where uh, our best probably did not have the best of trips and proved herself throughout the whole season. I just felt like it was like a slap <laughs> in the face to a U.S. based horse that was clearly the best in division. Most of the season ran great by shipping across country and just maybe moved too soon and lost a race by a neck. I just, I didn't understand it. I think if she was not Japanese bred and she was German bred, she doesn't win the Eclipse. I think there was well, some favorite. Before the awards, did she win before the awards? She went back and won. Was that? Yeah, she won. She won. She won the Hong Kong Bob. Yeah, she yeah. won that. But they but, probably took that into account. You know, that. Uh, I don't know. I bet just a lot of the voters didn't even know she won that race. That's just uh, my take. I, I knew she won that race and voted for her. I know. I know you did. But <laughs> but but that's you know that's just my opinion. I'm not. I guess I'm. I just felt, and I haven't talked about it. It's just. Uh, no, you're not. If, I mean, Joe Christofek shares your view. You need to win here more than it, once. It, and, and this is the thing. If if Warlike Goddess had not had such a great season and proved herself time and time and again, it'd be different if it was just one of these years where it was just wide open and no one, everybody kept t- taking turns beating one another. It wasn't like that, though. And I just right. thought she was robbed of the eclipse. And like I said, I firmly believe, and I love Love's Only You. I thought she had a great season, but I firmly believe if she was, like I said, a German bread or I don't know, Canadian uh, bread. Uh, I don't think she wins the eclipse. I think there was, because she was Japanese bread, the program over there, I think there was a little love shown towards that, um, towards the Jap- uh, the Japanese there. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being skeptical. Who knows? Um, I'm going to give you guys a horse because you know, I'll do this sometimes. Sure. Um, this is one that runs in California. I don't know this horse. I think this horse is getting better and better, and I think this horse will crack the top five. This is my prediction. Long shot, Friars Road. I think Friars Road is is peaking or getting better. I think he's in a big year. Friars Road. Friars Road. Okay. I'll have to keep that in mind. Um, Friars so you, Road. So you like him in the in the in the you know he's he's run once this year. He won that San Marcos. Yeah. And and he's. Uh, he has. He's, he hasn't missed the board in his last four, his only four, well, his last four uh, graded uh, stake starts on the turf. So he's run well. And uh, yeah, he's five years old now. And I guess uh, he certainly has a right to, and he actually ran his fastest race his last out. So sure, I, I guess I'll have to maybe even include him in the rankings uh, moving forward uh, because he did win that first start in the grade stakes. And a couple of these others have to fall off because they haven't even run yet this year. And you know, a horse like Ivar can fall off, and I think we could put Friars Road in there for sure. So, yeah, um, I see it. I see it. What about Baker's Avenue? Baker's Avenue. You're asking me about it? Friars, I don't know Baker's Avenue. That's not, is that is that where um, Sherlock Holmes lived? 
No, I was making a play on Friars Avenue. I yeah, I, 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 he caught me for a loop there because I had not heard that name before. I'm like, wait a minute, am I missing <laughs> something? Like, I'll tell you one that I actually think I was spent time with this horse yesterday, and this would be an interesting one who I think might end up on the turf, who I do think is a good distance horse, and that's Tis a Magician, who I saw yesterday. Don't sleep on him going to the turf and making some noise. Yeah, that's not bad. That's interesting. I, I like Tis Magician. Long distance, yeah. no, no problem with distance. So, so going to the turf, okay? Yeah, I guess we'll see. Don't sleep on that because it's either that or he looks for marathon races. Yep, um, which he won't get. So, don't sleep on that. But he's coming out of the barn this week, so we'll be back at the track. So, yeah. So, anyways, uh, the rest of that division, I think I just said account again. United never surprised. Gufo and e Ivar, Ivar, whatever. Um, I couple these to fall off this week as we include Fires Road and who know who knows who else when I go through it. Winner of the Munez. Yes, yeah. th that's true. And that one as well, which I have to include. So, yes. All right. Well, perfect. Then let's move on to Turf Females. Which we talked about a little bit uh, yeah. with Warlike Goddess, who hasn't run yet this year. She's obviously, a lot of these haven't run yet this year. Uh, uh, so Warlike Goddess is ranked number one, kind of based off what she did last season. I fully expect her to be just as good this year. I love Warlike Goddess because she's one of these fillies that, you know, she comes from way out of it. So she's really kind of a cool horse to follow. You don't see that a lot nowadays, even on the male side, these horses that come from way out of it. And she's one of them. Um, like I said, I felt like maybe she moved, a, she was moved a little too soon in the Philly and turf. And I think with a better trip, she wins that race, but you know, what are you going to do? Uh, going global has run really well in California. She'll have to leave that state to uh, improve in this division this year. Um, you know, she won six graded stakes as a three-year-old filly last year. So uh, just a great year. Um, rounding out the top five is, and I, you got to help me with pronouncing this, Shantisara. Is that how we say it? I think so. Shantisara. Shant Shantisara. Yeah. Okay. Regal Glory and Princess Grace. A Regal Glory ran the, uh, uh, sorry, won the uh, Pegasus Philly Amir Turf. Um, and uh, she's going to run the Jenny Wiley at, at Keeneland uh, pretty soon. Um, but again, you know, what? Only one of these have run has run yet. Uh, 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 one of these top five has run this year. So um, a lot a lot of racing to, to happen here. But in, unlike the male turf division, I, I expect if she stays healthy, Warlike Goddess to be at or near the top of this division. No bleaker street. I don't know. I have to look at this. Absolutely. Still, still, yeah. That's race. Yeah. But, I, I got, I got to look at this uh, to see what's happened the last couple of weeks. And I'm going to, I'm going to be going over that tonight and uh, I will probably include a couple here that you don't see. And, and we'll get it a little more, uh, get, throw some of these out of here that at the bottom half that haven't run this year. I'll, I'll tell you what. Legs galore looks. I don't know if I said that was. I watched that race with, with actually with Mark Glad, and I said, Mark, isn't this horse like a sprinter? And he goes, I wouldn't argue with you. And then <laughs> he goes out like and does that. I'm like, is she still a sprinter? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> like, um, yeah, she's, like, she's won both her starts this year, so and won that Buena Vista that grade two. So layoff, yeah. Yep, yep, and uh, uh, you know so. I guess we'll see, you know, a long way to go. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a tough division. That is tough. <laughs> well, yeah, right now, but we'll see, but let's go to male sprinters. Yeah. So another division that, mm -hmm. you know, hasn't seen a lot of action this year. And I know we're going to disagree on this, but I am not ranking flight line rank number one in this. I'm not putting him number one in this division because well, um, Jackie's Warrior won the Eclipse. Um, he did beat Life is Good, and I just think he deserves to be ranked number one. I know they both haven't run this year, and I get Flightline won the um, Malibu impressively, beating Dr. Shivel, who finished ahead of Jackie's Warrior in that Breeders' Cup sprint. But I'm going to go with the horse that's proved it time and time and again at multiple tra tracks, traveling to different tracks, not staying, you know, I think flight, I, I just think flight line is a lot to approve, including traveling to a different state and running. So that's why I have it. Number one, flight line, number two, um, 
you know, we'll see what happens here. I still think Dr. Shivel's good. We're going to find out. He's going to run in Dubai. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think the, I think you could throw a, a, a line across his Malibu. Obviously, you know, something was amiss there. He never really showed any speed in that race. So uh, I expect him to run well this weekend. If he doesn't, he's going to drop. If he does, he's going to stay right where he is. Um, Aloha West, I have ranked number four. I think um, he won one race. And I think people are, he won one big, big race. And I just think he's got a lot to prove. I, I got him ranked number four, which I think is probably a little high. Um, but that's where he is. And following C, who's proved it a few times, I get a little Aloha West beat him. But, um, you know, I like fo- uh, following C in the fifth spot. Then I rounding out the top 10, I have uh, Golden Pal. Now, how do we say this? Do we say it Cezani or C- how, do you, how do you guys pronounce Cezanne. it? Cezanne. Okay. Cezanne. Okay. Special Reserve, Essential Wager, Baby Yoda rounds that out. I think there might be some changes coming up here on that division. Um, so that's my top 10. I don't know what you guys think about that. I don't have the Philly Sprinters ranked here yet because there wasn't enough racing for me to put together a, a valid list. There, I think there is now. And I'd be interested, Ed, what do you think about Edgeway? I think these divisions at this time of year are so tough. Uh, in part, uh, just, you know, this time last year, Jackie's Warrior was running in a derby prep against a central quality. So mm-hmm. you have, you know, the, the three-year-olds that have shown talent. I don't blame them at all for seeing what they can do around two turns before the classic races. But, you know, obviously you get some attrition and they come back and end up in these sprint type races. I mean, Hidden Connection would, would be an example that I could see maybe happening on the Philly side of things. So uh, it, it's so hard to like get jazzed about what these divisions might look like later in the year. But, you know, on the male side with Jackie's Warrior coming back, that's just sort of a clear, you know, him in flight line, probably better than the rest. But uh, admittedly, I'm, I'm pretty uh, lax. And I was trying to look at some recent Stakes races, uh, you know, Cezanne got a nine uh, thorough manager figure in the San Carlos and the winner of the Whitmore, Bob's Edge got a seven, Tulane Trist got an eight. So, um, you know, there's quarter races that I really didn't even think about maybe being players in the sprint division like the Whitmore grade three at Oakland and and actually came back pretty quick. So, um you know, you hold them together and sprint, they can make some noise. And I'm, I'm even more lost on the female side of things. Yeah. And that's why I haven't ranked them yet because I knew I had to do a lot of research, figure out who's what, who's gone, retired, and then come up with 10, 10 Phillies. That's why I haven't done it. It's just very (laughs) difficult. Um, I will say, you know, and, and this is a debate we've had in the past on here where, you know, I just feel like the first you know, we're in month three now. We're heading to month four of the season. The first four, five, six months of the season to me uh, matter and um, on the horse's resume. So if you have a sprinter or any division that can rack up, you know, multiple graded stakes um, the first four months of the year, five months of the year, I think that should matter. I know that nowadays everybody just concentrates on the Breeders' Cup and the last two months of the season for Eclipse Awards, which is unfortunate, but um I just think a horse that can run a full season winning stakes at the beginning and end to me uh, gets precedence over a horse that maybe heats it up at the end of the year, only running, you know, five times or four times. What's that uh, Pennsylvania bred? She's lost once. Uh, A sprinter? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. People were excited about her. Then she got got beat. Maybe it was Pennsylvania Derby Day. But, yeah, I mean, that's – thinking of examples and there was yeah. that that Philly in Ohio who was undefeated and um she oh finally, yeah she finally got beat um, yeah what was her name I'm drawing a blank but yeah, yeah me I too. mean it's horses like that like that's the type of division I think um you know I mean the hurricane birdie obligatory one with the 10 like yep. uh, when you get to the second half of the year there's Phillies that are going to run fours and fives and you know it's just hard to yeah, obligatory coming back at age four, sprinting it, or coming back at age four, sprinting now. Um, who knows if they'll even keep her sprinting? They might try and stretch her out again. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah. This this horse who won on Saturday at Laurel is a Maryland bred race, but uh, filleted to spree got a, a really quick number. So I mean, 
it's fun because you can actually, you know, there's new names and stuff, but it's tough this time of year to come up with anything. Hey, you talk, which race are you talk? Are you talking about um, uh, which race at Laurel? The uh, um, uh, was uh the the Caniver. Yeah. Okay, uh, I got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, Philae de Spirit. Spirit was her name. Yeah, One by eight. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a there's a horse. It came right? back quick. So, yes. You know. Yeah. So there's a horse that I could. At least I got one slot slot I could fill along with a few <laughs> others like Edgeway and some others. But yeah, it's difficult to put together 10 because you literally have to look at some of these charts and say, okay, well, okay, we got the winners. They're immediately going to be ranked and we could kind of figure it out. But then you have to look underneath some of these charts to see who's going to be in there. And that's not even taking into account who hasn't run yet this year. So yes, it's difficult. Right. Very difficult. Uh, speaking of a horse that hasn't run, Ed, you might know this more being down there, Golden Pal, a sprinter. Um, What's going on with Golden Pal? He's running a Keeneland chip. Mentioned that earlier. Yeah, oh, okay. he is running yeah. a Keeneland. He's taking that. That's her sprint route. You always see it. You have the Shaker. Was it the Shaker Town right at Keeneland? Uh, it's a five, five and a half furlong race, I think. Uh, and then, of course, that's I wouldn't call it a prep. It's a big race where they usually a lot of the horses that run in that race go uh, to that sprint, big turf sprint on uh, Kentucky Derby weekend. So yeah. Twin think, Spires turf. Yeah, sprint. yeah, yeah. So you'll see him if all goes well in both of those events, which is great because I'm glad to see they're going to run them a couple times here, uh, right off the bat, another Philly. And it just drives me crazy. We talked about last year, uh, Kamari. I would love to see them stick oh, to the yeah. dirt, stick to the dirt and try and face the best in the division on the dirt. I don't understand why they didn't continue where they left off last year when they won that Madison. And I thought, I thought, okay, she's going to contend, but they, we didn't hear from her again. And then they went to the turf in the Breers Cup, which I <laughs> felt like she had no chance in that race. But what are you going to do? Yeah. And and you don't have to apologize for putting Jackie's Warrior first because at the end of the day, Chip, if your number one older dirt male is life is good, Jackie's Warrior B, life is good. So, yeah, well, life is good. I tell you what, I mean, Jackie's Warrior is a horse. I, it's funny, if you would have told someone a year ago, today uh like if we we're sitting here last march jackie's warrior is going to face life is good in the king's bitch or not the kid the alan jerkins at saratoga who, who's going to win everybody would have picked life is good jackie's warrior just really turned into a really good sprinter one of the better three-year-old sprinters we've seen in a while yeah forget the Breeders cup he just had a really really good season so will he be the same this year it'll be interesting i know he had a little bit of an injury um and, right? yeah, yeah yeah so uh i think the jury is out on him um i love jackie's warrior but i want to see him come back so uh don't get me wrong if ed if they were in the same race uh right now i would pick flight line um i would have to based on yeah. what i've seen i just sure i yeah. just can't see the jack even the jackie's warrior i saw I take that back. If you, we have the same Jackie's warrior we saw at Saratoga and the race was not in California. It was a neutral site like Keeneland or Churchill Downs. Then I'd be more open to Jackie's warriors chances, but that's a lot of ifs. Yeah. <laughs> Open's a good word for it. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know. Flight line speed is just. Yeah. He's pretty impressive. Um, yeah. I don't like that. Jackie's which he only had the one chance and the, you know, it's kind of a Latruska situation where maybe, tank was empty by the end of the year but yeah i mean jackie's warrior is not beating older males yet no um, he didn't you're right that was a big so. knock on him from my from me so yes yeah. i agree and that's normally what a three you'd like to see a three-year-old sprinter especially if they're gonna win the eclipse to beat older men in fact i think he's right. the first three-year-old uh male sprint winner to have not beaten older males if i'm not mistaken i think he is um yeah. so anyways anyways that's right. it I don't know if if anybody is wants a horse or thought of a horse that we didn't talk about, but I think that's it. Yeah. So anybody out there, if you're listening, put in the comments below or go to definitely go to check out this on horseracingnation.com. We'll put it up there Please. right away um, and check that out. And um, before we go, Ed, um, I know you're doing a show later on live. So um, what, uh, tell everybody what you're doing. What's your schedule like um, now? Yeah, uh, Sam Houston, which they're uh, about to do their opener, but we do the uh, the pick six and pick five, a live stream. Uh, that's at six Eastern, so uh, tune into that in the uh, Horse Racing Nation YouTube. 
available there link in my twitter which is ejxd2 and i'll also be at fairgrounds this weekend so hopefully uh up up close coverage uh champion echo zulu's return and a few other good races down there and excited to be a part of it hey who do you like in that louisiana derby i picked uh the calhoun actually kapuna okay taking a taking a shot um interesting yeah, I mean, I you know, epicenter I think is going to be four to five, and wouldn't shock me by any means. But with Echo Zulu, it's part of the pick four and Olympiad. Just you know, need to have need to have some opinion somewhere. So, Kapuna is going to be it for me. All right, that's interesting. And Chip, tell everybody where they can go and read uh, this article and what you're up to. So, like I said, horseracingnation.com, you'll see uh, division rankings out every third. Well, it's supposed to be Thursday. They're out Friday last week. But um, you'll see it usually is the top story. But otherwise, you can find them by clicking news. And then there's a link there that says division rankings. So, yeah. Um, and we've done these for a few years. Um, usually in the beginning of the season, we, we, we take a few weeks off because of, for obvious reasons, there's lack of racing. And then usually they start up around the Pegasus and then every week from here on out. All right. So yeah, make sure you check that out. We'll be doing a lot of the international stuff this week. We got to team up with our international team, Sarah's beer garden team that we're going to go USA versus the world in the international. Yep. I mean, we'll win easy. I mean, let's face it. Uh, (laughs) Our Um, horses will. Yeah, um, a horse is mine. I don't know. I don't know about the cappers. Though. So we'll, we'll be, see. yeah, we'll be doing that tomorrow, and um, I think we're doing a Louisiana Derby. Just doing that as well. A lot of stuff coming up as well. So check it out. Like, subscribe. All right. Uh, thank you, Share. gentlemen. We had the horse Our pleasure. crew. Um, yeah, tag team. Yeah, absolutely. It's good. This was good. So, yeah. So thank you guys, and thank you everybody for watching. See you later.